0: Hi, this is Hamida from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today's Friday, the 3rd of April. The audio quality of this podcast might be compromised since we at Newslaundry are recording our daily dose podcast from home. Please bear with us as we get through these difficult times and bring you the best of what we have to offer. Before we begin with the daily news briefing, we would like to inform our listeners that this podcast is part of the Google News Briefing now which is a quicker way of listening to our daily episodes. To access Daily Dose on your news app, go through these steps. First, ask your Google Assistant to play the news. Then, go to Settings, click on Add News Source, and look for Daily Dose. Once you find us, select it and adjust the order according to your preference. Now, you're all set. All you have to do is tell Google to play the news, and it should work. On the 10th day of the lockdown today, The Health Ministry said that the number of cases rose to 2,301. Among these, 400 positive cases are linked to the New Delhi Tablighi Jamaat congregation that took place last month in Nizamuddin West. The death toll as of today morning stood at 56. 219 people in Delhi were infected by the virus with a record new 67 cases added in 24 hours. Maharashtra is the worst affected state with 335 coronavirus cases followed by Tamil Nadu at 309 and Kerala at 286. At 9am, Prime Minister Narendra Modi appealed to people to switch off their lights in their houses for 9 minutes and light lamps at their doors or balconies on Sunday, the 5th of April at 9pm. He said, and I quote, You are not alone. No one is alone in the fight against coronavirus. The light from the lamps will show that we are together in this battle. Unquote. After his appeal at 1pm, the market saw a dip with Sensex trading 424 points lower than 27,840. The broader Nifty was 101 points lower at 8,152. On Thursday, the Prime Minister held a meeting with the Chief Ministers of all states and asked them to formulate a common exit strategy to ensure staggered re-emergence of the population once the lockdown ends on April 14th. According to a report by the Indian Express, the PM also sought suggestions from the CMs on the possibility of a limited lockdown. This would mean that certain areas of the country that were hotspots for the virus would be placed under lockdown while the rest of the areas would go about their normal business. Rajya Sabha chairman Venkaya Naidu has put the oath-taking of 37 newly elected members on hold till the lockdown in view of the pandemic is lifted. 37 members have already been elected unopposed, while 55 vacant positions in the upper house are due to arise from 17 states between April 3rd and April 13th. There's some good news for domestic travellers. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said domestic airlines can begin taking bookings from April 15th, that is a day after the 21-day lockdown is supposed to be lifted. International flights could resume to India as well, depending on the country of origin. With regards to trains, the IRCTC website is currently issuing tickets from April 15. The Ministry of Home Affairs issued new guidelines on Thursday for quarantined foreigners to return to their respective homes. This was after several countries approached the centre for evacuation of its citizens. The new Standard Operating Procedure or SOP will allow them to leave India in chartered aircrafts arranged by their respective nations after testing negative for the virus. The ministry also issued guidelines for the release of Indian citizens quarantined after foreign travel, saying that they would be given transit passes but would have to bear their own expenses. The Panchayat and Rural Development Department of the West Bengal government has started doorstep delivery of goods for the elderly in the Nagar municipality area in North 24, Parganas. The services first started on March 22nd when Prime Minister Narendra Modi had announced the Janata curfew. The services continued following the nationwide lockdown. The department supplies goods on 10 electric vehicles. These mobile vehicles used to sell goods at the local markets on a routine basis before the lockdown. A mathematical model by the Indian Council of Medical Research or ICMR, which will be published soon, suggests that while the 21-day lockdown to check the spread of COVID-19 is expected to bring down daily new cases, the lockdown should be combined with enhanced test and quarantine measures instead of extending it. A 78-year-old man died in Gujarat last night after undergoing treatment for testing positive for coronavirus. The patient was suffering from kidney ailments and did not have any travel history. This is the first positive case from Panch Mahals. In Punjab, a man from Doaba tested positive for the virus after he visited the Indira Gandhi International Airport on March 13 to receive his sister and her family who had come from the UK. The current total tally stands at 31. In Mohali, the police have filed 115 FIRs and arrested 175 people within 9 days for violating curfew restrictions in the city. Police officers have said that in the coming days they will enforce more strictness as many people are starting to come out of their homes without any work. According to police officers, movement of vehicles was also increased on the roads. The Indore police on Thursday arrested seven people on allegations of chasing away and pelting healthcare workers with stones. The accused had carried out the alleged attack on Wednesday while tracing contacts of a man who had tested positive for the virus. Meanwhile, eight new cases have been recorded from Madhya Pradesh since last night, bringing the total tally to 119. Dear listeners, during these times of the pandemic, News Laundry has consistently brought you up-to-date and fact-checked reports. Our reporters and staff are working round the clock from their homes in quarantine to give you the information that you deserve to know. For example, did you know that there is a National Relief Fund for people affected by natural disasters such as the coronavirus pandemic, apart from the PM Cares Fund that Prime Minister Modi announced for the pandemic? It's confusing, isn't it? That's alright. Meghnad helps break it down in his report titled, A Black Hole Called PM Cares Fund. It's in times like these that we need to stay together and support each other. And if you wish to support us, then don't hesitate to subscribe to News Laundry at a mere 300 rupees per month. With your backing, we can serve you better and provide you news that's ad-free. Moving on to international updates on coronavirus. The number of worldwide coronavirus deaths crossed 50,000 today, with 1 million people infected, according to the John Hopkins tally. More than 210,000 people have recovered from the disease. Leading medical journal, The Lancet magazine, reported that a group of scientists, physicians, funders, and policymakers from over 70 institutions from 30 countries have launched an international coalition to respond to the virus in resource poor settings. The report said that the Clinical Research Coalition aims to accelerate desperately needed COVID 19 research in those areas where the virus could wreak havoc on already fragile health systems and further cause the greatest health impact on vulnerable populations. According to its members, international research collaboration and coordination is needed urgently to support African, Latin American, Eastern European, and certain Asian countries to respond effectively to the health crisis. The US reported the highest daily death toll so far at 1,200. It is reported to have more than 6,000 fatalities, with 9,000 having recovered from the virus. The US state of Washington has extended the stay-at-home order till May 4th. Spain reported a record one-day number of deaths that is 950, bringing its overall toll to about 10,000. Italy recorded 760 more deaths for a total of 13,900. Saudi Arabia advanced its curfew to three areas till 3pm over fears of the spread of the disease. The kingdom has recorded more than 1,500 infections and 21 deaths. South Korea said that more than 27,000 people are under a 14-day self-quarantine in the country after it strengthened border controls to slow coronavirus infections linked to international arrivals. There are now more than 10,000 confirmed cases in South Korea with at least 174 deaths. Kyrgyzstan reported its first virus-related death after a 61-year-old patient succumbed to the disease. According to the Central Asian Nations government, the patient had suffered from other diseases. Singapore reported another coronavirus-related death today, raising the total fatalities from the disease to five. The latest death was of an 86-year-old female Singapore citizen. The country has reported 1,049 coronavirus cases in total. Moving on to non-coronavirus news, the Supreme Court has ruled upon the importance of an environmental clearance before going ahead with projects, saying that it must be seen as a means to develop sustainably. The top court was hearing an appeal against the January 8, 2016 decision of the National Green Tribunal Bench for the Western Zone, which held a May 14, 2002 circular issued by the Union Environment and Forest Ministry as contrary to law. The court said, and I quote, The concept of an ex post facto EC or environmental clearance is in derogation of the fundamental principles of environmental jurisprudence detrimental to the environment and could lead to irreparable degradation unquote the bench comprising of justices chandra choud and ajay rastogi said that the reason why a retrospective ec or an ex post facto clearance is alien to environmental jurisprudence is that before the issuance of an ec statutory notification warrants a careful application of mind besides a study into the likely consequences of a proposed activity on the environment in the hearing The bench said that in absence of an EC, there would be no conditions that would safeguard the environment. The ruling comes amid the approval of the central government for the change of land use required for the redevelopment of the central vista stretch in New Delhi. The approval came on the recommendations of the Delhi Development Authority or DDA, which paved the way for the construction of a new parliament building, among others. Experts believe that the current project will take a toll on the environment and reduce public spaces in the national capital. To get to the bottom of this, we here at News Laundry have started an NLCNA project called New New Delhi to dig deeper into the proposed plans and show you the full picture. To help us, fund the project by going to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription. Jammu and Kashmir's new political party called the Apni Party said that promises have not been kept after reports of new domicile rules for the Union territories gave domicile rights to those who lived in the Union territory for 15 years. The party said that Prime Minister Modi and Home Minister Amit Shah have given them assurances to protect the domicile rights of the people of the valley. The new party was launched last month and includes political leaders from different mainstream political outfits to create an alternative political alignment following the vacuum that was left after the abrogation of Article 370 on August 5 last year. Speaking to the Indian Express, Rafi Ahmad Mir, a senior leader of the party, said that the center's decision to reserve class 4 employment for the people of Jammu and Kashmir and keep the other posts open for everyone is below dignity for the people of the union territory on tuesday the center issued the gazette notification defining the domiciles of Jammu and Kashmir and included anyone who has resided for a period of 15 years in the UT of J&K or has studied for a period of 7 years and appeared in class 10th or 12th examination in an educational institution located in the Union Territory of Jammu and Kashmir. On August 5, the Centre abrogated the special status of Jammu and Kashmir and downgraded the state into two Union Territories. The Centre abrogated the Article 35A of the Indian Constitution that gave special powers to the Legislative Assembly of the erstwhile state to define a state subject of Jammu and Kashmir. Only the state subjects were allowed to purchase land or apply for the government jobs in the erstwhile state. The US today criticised a Pakistani court for overturning the death sentence of top Al-Qaeda leader Ahmed Omar Saeed Sheikh, who was convicted in the abduction and murder of American journalist Daniel Pearl, terming the verdict an affront to victims of terrorism everywhere. The development comes after the Sindh High Court on Thursday found the 46-year-old Sheikh guilty of the lesser charge of kidnapping and commuted his death sentence to seven years in prison. Sheikh has been in jail for the past 18 years after being convicted in Pearl's murder in Karachi in 2002 in the aftermath of the 9-11 terror attack. A two-judge bench headed by Justice Mohammed Kareem Khan Aga also acquitted the three others, Fahd Naseem, Salman Saqib and Sheikh Adil serving life sentences in this case. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. With reports of rise of coronavirus cases in India, Many are pointing towards the Tablighi Jamaat and their carelessness that is believed to have worsened the outbreak in the country. However, a report by David Devadas simplifies the narrative being made by TV news channels on the movement and shows you what happened behind the scenes prior to the news of their international gathering. The report is titled, Here's what most TV news anchors are not telling you about Tablighi Jamaat. Also, don't forget to check out Vivek calls piece on how the end of the lockdown in the country will spell out the start of the economic crisis in India. If you thought working from home was tough, wait till you get back to work. The report is titled, The End of Lockdown Won't Bring Back Life to Normal. Here's how the COVID-19 economic crisis is likely to spread. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform.